Father God, we bless and worship you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word you have for us. Thank you for Jesus Christ. For bringing him to this world to die on the cross for our sins and to take the keys of death and hell Hades, to take the keys and to give us life thank you for your resurrection oh god thank you for the death burial and resurrection of jesus christ and because he lives we can face tomorrow and we will live because he lives we will never die and if we die we would live again we bless you and honor you speak your word to us May we never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. They may take our seats in the presence of our Mashiach, Yeshua, our Mashiach. Hallelujah. Jesus, our Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus earned the name. It's not a nickname. No, it's not, it's not a surname. He wasn't called. I used to think that Jesus was called, just like David Saki, Jesus was Jesus Christ. But it is a title. It is the title of the anointed one. It is the title of the Mashiach. It is the title of Christos. It is the title of the king. It is the title of the, the soon and coming king, the anointed one. The, 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 the king of kings, lord of lords. The god of the universe. The second person of the Godhead. That is the title. Hallelujah. We thank God for Easter Sunday. Because he lives, we will face tomorrow. Before we continue, I want us to just pray. We, uh, Bishop Dakiwan Mills lost his son, firstborn son today, and we just want to just pray for the family. Let's just pray for the family. Father God, we pray for Bishop Dakiwan Mills and his family for all the, the, the strength. We pray for strength. We pray for comfort. Lord, your word says that you are the comforter. You, you are the comforter. You are our paraclete, our comforter, our counselor, our helper. We pray that you help the family. Help him. Help the family. Strengthen him. What the devil meant for evil, we know that God will turn it for good. But we know that God is in control of all things. That he is sovereign. And we pray for strength and help in Jesus' name. We pray that the ministry will go further and further and further and that God's blessings will be upon him and his family and 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 they will soar even more than they've ever sought or planned to soar in Jesus name amen hallelujah resurrection Sunday Christ is risen he is risen indeed hallelujah are we blessed amen we thank God for life because of what happened on the cross, we cannot die. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at John chapter 11. Let's look from verse 17 to 28. John chapter 11, verse 17 to 28. Amen. Then when Jesus came, he found him. Sorry. And then when Jesus came, he found that he had laid in the grave four days already. Four days. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, or Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, 
went and met him but mary stay, sat still in the house because mary was tender it's kind of like ah but i'm so close to you god how can it be that you will not heal my brother you should have come earlier because i'm closer to you than martha so martha went but mary was ah, i'm so close to you you didn't do this for me i stayed behind she stayed behind but martha went martha went then said martha unto jesus lord if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. That's what Mary was also thinking. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Glory. Because he knew that he was going to rise. The firstborn of the resurrection, the firstborn from the dead, Jesus Christ. So he is the first to rise and to rise with the glorified body. And we are his brethren, who are going to rise in the same way. So Jesus Christ, he rose with his resurrected body and is the firstborn among many brethren, meaning that the same kind of resurrected body he rose with, you and I will rise the same way. And that's why the Bible says that when we see him, we shall be like him, for we will see him as he is. So because we'll see Jesus as he is, we will be like him when we rise. That's why I believe that will all be 33 and a half when we are in heaven. So those who are 90 when they die, they'll be 33 and a half. Those who are 18 when they die or 17, they'll be 33 and a half. That's my belief. Because we shall be like him. And we shall, because we'll see him as he is. And because he's the firstborn of the uh, uh, resurrection or the firstborn from the dead. And he's the firstborn among many brethren. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. She made a mistake. She didn't realize who she was talking to. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, or Christus, or Mashiach. I believe. The Greek for Mashiach is Christus, which is in English Christ. But in the Hebrew is Mashiach. So, yea, Lord, I believe that thou art Mashiach, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And then verse 28. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly saying, the master is come and calleth for thee. Wow. What a blessing. She was so important to Jesus that Jesus was calling for her. May Jesus call for you and I because we are important to him. Hallelujah. So this is Resurrection Sunday and very exciting. Hallelujah. Look at First Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, sorry, First Corinthians chapter 15. Let's start from, uh, sorry, First Corinthians chapter 15. Let's start from verse 55. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This introduction before I start the message. O death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? Who oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Continue. 
The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. So hold on. Look at it in NLT. For sin is the sting that results in death. So, be, so because of sin, we will die. But the strength of sin, or the law gives sin its power. How? Because the law makes us guilty and proves we are guilty. And the, the law is what gives sin the strength to kill us before Christ. When we are in Christ, oh, this is against, this has something to do with us. When we are not in Christ, then the, the sin has power over us. Verse 57. How we thank God who gives us victory over sin. There you go. Before Christ or before someone becomes a Christian, sin has power over them. But when we, are a, when we are Christians, how we thank God who gives us victory over sin and death through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's go back to King James verse 57 and 58. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren. Now, 1 Corinthians 15 is the resurrection chapter. So, it talks about Jesus rising from the dead. And because he rose from the dead, we will rise from the dead. And then after everything is said and done about the resurrection, after everything is said and done about we dying dishonorably, or our bodies uh, uh, sown in dishonor, raised in honor, sown in corruption, raised incorruptible, after all these things, after, after the fact that sin, the, sting of, uh, uh, the, the strength of sin is the law, all these things, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding, always abounding, glory, always abounding, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Why? For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Look at it in NLT. It's not in vain. Because we will rise. If we're not going to rise from the dead, then it will be in vain. Because what's the point? Of suffering for Christ if you are not going to rise. It's, it's, it's of no use. Useless. And, and, and Apostle Paul said that, or the Holy Ghost to Apostle Paul said that, if there is no resurrection, then we are of all people most miserable Christians. If there's no resurrection, then it's a miserable. Then we, we have wasted our time. All this church is waste. But glory. That's a glory. There is a resurrection. So, oh, you can put your hands together for the Lord. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and steady, steady, always enthusiastic about the Lord's work, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Ooh, glory to God. I said, glory to God. It's never useless. Look at Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 to 4. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because this Easter Sunday will extend a bit. It's our church now. Daniel chapter 12, 1 to 4. This is very important. Look at it. Okay, we'll read it in. Let's read it in NLT first. And then we'll read it in King James. Or ESV, actually. ESV. 
at that time shall arise Michael the great prince who has charge of your people and there shall be a time of trouble such as never has been since there was a nation till that time but at that time your people shall be delivered everyone whose name shall be found written in the book revelation is a sequel of daniel continue verse 2 and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt daniel talks about the resurrection of the dead daniel talks about the son of man who was presented to the ancient of days and that's from another book which uh, is another that, that will be for another time and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life like us and we need to take the second part we need to reduce them and some to shame and everlasting contempt those who are going to awake to shame and everlasting contempt must be reduced because of us amen amen, amen. amen. and those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above now that word wise when you read it is those who teach wisdom those who teach the wisdom of the word of god those are the ones who are wise the the, the, the people who help god's people to learn wisdom and because they are wise they would shine like the brightness of the firmament or the sky above and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever i i, I want to shine the crusades and all the things we are doing is not to just do it. That's why when the devil deceives people, people get to think that it's for other motives. Hallelujah. But what they don't realize is that we need to shine. We, the, God is telling us that the one who wins souls is wise. Jesus died on the cross. Ro, uh, uh, his blood was shed, rose from the dead so that we played churchanity. God forbid and it's only when we get to heaven that many will realize they made a great mistake. It's only when we get to heaven that those who fight evangelism, those who criticize people serving God. Who was it? Was it Ronald Bonke? One of these people were, were, went to Africa to have a crusade and some of the people died. And they criticized him. But what about people who, go and, who die in accidents because of other things for work? Why don't they criticize the CEO? Hallelujah. So when we get to heaven, that's when many people will be surprised. Many will be surprised at the most important things. I want to encourage us to know that the most important thing is to get people to Christ. To get people so that people will benefit from what Jesus did. Jesus came to die. Such a shameful death. Such an agonizing death. Such a miserable death. He, he died alone, apart from John and uh, Mary and Mary, and if he, just a few people. He died a, a very painful death and rose from the dead. Many people need to be recipients of that grace. Many people need to benefit from that. I don't know if you are hearing what I'm talking about. Many people need to benefit from that. Hallelujah. Amen. May you and I make people benefit. What do you think? Yes. In Jesus' name. I want to shine. I don't know about you. But Jesus is the bright and morning star. 
So there is, there is some benefit or some glory and some privilege in heaven of shining. The more you shine, the more like Jesus you are. Because Jesus is the bright and morning star. The Bible says that in the new Jerusalem, there will be no need for the sun. So just like our planet, the earth, the sun is what gives us light. There will be no need for the sun. Because the glory of the Lord will be the, the light and the lamp of God. Jesus Christ will be the light. So Jesus Christ, he, his shining will be so bright that there will be no need for the sun. So he, 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 he will shine or he's shining brighter than the sun. So the more we are honored by God, the more we shine. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. And, and, and the, the rankings in heaven, it will be based on shining and crowns. And that's why the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, that without faith it is impossible to please him. So you and I please God because we believe he is and we believe that he will reward us for what we do for him. So anytime we and I are doing something for God and we know that we are, we are motivated by not only love for God, but we are motivated by the rewards he gives to, he's going to give to us, we please him. As we were going to El Salvador, they said that there was a state of, what was it, state of whatever, emergency, it's kind of like the gang, this all sorts of things, because of that, uh, there's curfew at a certain time. It wasn't as if I was just going, it's like, oh, we are, we are whatever. I, I thought about it, did you think, we, we, I thought about it, I'm like, wow, we are going, what if? But we'll go, we can't say what ifs, we are not going. Because of God. If we perish, we perish. But by the grace of God, we will not perish. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. yeah, it's important. He who tries to save his life shall lose it. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. Let's start our message of today. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 to 11. Amen. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5 to 11. Hallelujah to Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So God wants you and I to have a certain mind. Everyone watching, everyone here, God wants us. Kevin, do you understand? Kevin, God wants you, like me, to have a certain mind. Do you understand? Very good. What is that mind God wants you and I to have? Verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now let's find out what the mind is. How many want to know the mind which God wants us to have? Verse 6. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Now I used this verse, I, I explained it and said that this verse means that Jesus Christ, even though he was God or he is God, he did not think to grasp to his divine rights. He did not think that, even though he was equal with God, he did not cling to his divine rights. He actually allowed it to let, he actually let go of his divine rights. He did not cling to it. Look at NLT. 
Though he was God, he did not demand and cling to his right as God. When you read the King James, you can preach and take it off, take it to another level because you've not done your study well. Hallelujah. But when you do it well, you realize that though he was God, he did not demand and cling to his rights as God. NIV. There's no NIV. Okay. Amplified. There's NIV. Yeah. Who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped because he is God and he is equal to God. But he did not see the necessity to make himself equal with God which he was. He did not see it necessary as he was on earth. But he made himself the suffering servant and always said, my father sent me so therefore I go. Who, although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God God, hey, glory, did not think this equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or retained. And then you and I, we are, whatever our position is, and we want to cling to it. We want to cling to it. People must bow down. People, as soon as they are made pastors or as soon as they, they get into a certain position, everyone must kneel down. You watch YouTube, some of these things, and you see how people, there was a pastor who was entering church and everybody had to kneel down. Kneel down, kneel down, he's coming. Kneel down, he's coming. And everybody was kneeling down in front. I was like, wow. Meanwhile, the creator of the universe who, although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God God, did not think this equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or retained. Go back to King James and let's continue. So you and I, what is that mind? Humble yourself. What is the mind? Humble. The only one who does not need to humble themselves, who cannot humble themselves because it is against their nature is God. That's what the Bible says in, in, in Isaiah, that God is high and lifted up, lofty and exalted. He, he is the only one who can brag. When he was talking to Job, ah, who sits on the wind? He, he is the only one who can brag. Who else can brag? Who else can give their, themselves life? Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, continue, but made himself of no reputation. The highest, you can't go above Jesus, you can't go above God, and yet he made himself of no reputation. Sometimes people say, do you know who I am? I don't need to know who you are, you are not God, so I don't need to know who you are. You see someone, uh, uh, maybe a... Uh, 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 Enter a bus or enter somewhere. Do you know who I am? Do you know I'm the chief executive? Of, we don't care who you are. You are not God, so it doesn't matter who you are. Because even God himself, he made himself of no reputation. You and I must make ourselves of no reputation. You and I are people, average. That's why I don't feel I'm better than anyone. We are all serving God. We are all servants of God. God has just put someone in charge, but we are all servants of God. We are all serving God. 
and we are examples. That's why the Bible says we are examples unto you. Examples. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being made in likeness of men is not a nice thing. Because a man at that time was dark, sinful. That's why they needed a savior. So Jesus was made a little lower than the angels. The Bible says he was made a little lower than the angels. Because when man was created, man was very high up there. And they, they were, Satan was jealous and wanted to finish, destroy man. But man was high up there. But Jesus Christ was made a little lower than angels because we are lower than angels as human beings. But when we are in Christ Jesus, it changes everything. That's why the Bible says we will judge angels. So the angels are not higher than us now in Christ. But they help us. That's why they are ministering spirits to minister to us, to serve us who are heirs of salvation. That's why we, people shouldn't be worshiping angels. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Continue. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient. So the Bible says, Jesus Christ, how can God obey? So the Bible says, Jesus Christ learned obedience through the things he suffered. He had to learn how to obey. He, Jesus had to learn it. Because how can God obey? Who is he obeying? When God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are co-equal, co-eternal. So he, he needed to learn. He learned obedience through the things he suffered. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself. He had to humble himself. And then he had to become obedient to God unto death, even the death of the cross. Even the death of the cross. The type of death. Because you could have decided to die and just be beheaded. Or some accident. No. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. What is the result of that? Wherefore or therefore? When you see a therefore, find out what it is therefore. Wherefore, God hath highly exalted him. Am I preaching to someone? God hath highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name glory to god it means that jesus that name is above every name no matter what it is someone can say i cast out the devil in the name of god and the devil will still be watching you but i cast out the devil in the name of jesus christ then you are, they are talking there's salvation in no other name. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. That's why we must pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I pray in the name of God for help. Keep praying. <laughs> but God honors the name of Jesus. So you pray in the name of Jesus and God will act. And at times you pray in the name of Jesus and Jesus will act. You speak and demand in Jesus' name. You ask in Jesus' name, according to John, and he, Jesus himself, will act. 
when we are preaching on those who talk about that. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. Continue. That at the name of Jesus, glory, every knee, who? Every knee, every knee shall bow. Every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in earth, and things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The devil has already bowed the knee to Jesus before he sinned. And he will bow the knee. Jesus Christ, he's God. Everyone has bowed the knee. He created all things. I want to talk to us just for a short time about the name of Jesus. The name which is above every name. The name that unlocks every door. The name that is the key that unlocks every door. is the master key. You can have certain keys that will open certain doors and not open certain doors. But there are master keys that open every single door. Door for victory, door for answered prayer, door for breakthrough. Because he lives, we shall face tomorrow, we can face tomorrow. The name of Jesus. We are not going to be able to go into detail, but we'll just touch the surface. But that's good enough. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus gives us access to God. The name of Jesus is what saves us. The name of Jesus in prayer brings marvelous results. The name of Jesus in healing and miracles bring marvelous results. I remember in El Salvador, just last, was it last week or two weeks ago, last week, we had a crusade. Souls won for the Lord. But I remember two girls, young girls, at the end. One lady, one girl, 13, 14, she was mute and deaf, deaf and mute. Deaf, deaf, she couldn't hear. And she was mute. There was also like a six, seven-year-old who couldn't hear, who couldn't speak, never spoken in life. I prayed. That's why the anointing for praying for people and they fall in their past is different from the anointing for healing. Mm. <laughs> I prayed for, I touched the lady, she fell under the power over there. <laughs> she got up, she was still there. She couldn't hear still. <laughs> she couldn't hear still. But I kept on at, at it. I prayed maybe three, four times because I knew, I, I said the name of Jesus is going to work today right. until she could hear and she could speak. Of everybody, the, the parents were shocked because when, when, when you are saying that, can she hear? Can she hear? They are like, No, she's not heard before, she cannot hear. So it's kind of like pray about something else, is the person cannot hear. So let uh, pray about something else. That, that, that's what I was getting there <laughs> until she could hear. Then the little girl, I think the video is there. I, I raised the app, that one, it just it was just once I, I prayed and said, In Jesus' name. I command your ears to open. I command your tongue to be loosed. As the girl started to hear and to talk, the father started to weep uncontrollably. The name of Jesus in miracles. 
the name of Jesus in miracles. The name of Jesus in miracles. Jesus Christ is still the same. It, the miracles show that he's alive. Whether they are miracles or not, he's alive. But the miracles also tell people that Lord Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus has not lost, lost its power. Some people feel that when the last apostle died, the miracles left. Did Jesus Christ's name, did they take the name with them? Hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. In Hebrews chapter 1, Apostle Paul was trying to prove that Jesus is superior to angels. So you shouldn't link, compare him to Michael the angel or any of them. For unto which of the angels seeth he at any time, including Michael, thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again, I will be a father, and he shall be a son. A, a son. This is very deep. There's a lot to say about this, but I'll, I'll skip that for another time. And again, when he bringeth in the firstborn, first begotten into the world, he seeth, and let all the angels of God worship him. No angel is supposed to be worshipped. But God said, let all the angels of God worship him. So, he obtained the more excellent name by inheritance. When we're, talking, when we're going to deep Bible studies, I'll give you three uh, 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 theories. But let's just move on. Number two, Philippians chapter 2 verse 9. By bestowal, Jesus received his name, the greatness of his name by bestowal. Philippians 2, 9 says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. So God bestowed the greatness of the name Jesus Christ to Jesus by bestowal. Ephesians 1, 16 to 23. Am I preaching? I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that he may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand, far above all, at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and what? Every name that is named. And what? Every name. So God gave him a name that is above every name. God gave Jesus a name that is above every name. 
Remember that in the past when you say, in the name of the word of God, nothing has to give way by force. In the Old Testament, the prophets just said, they just prayed. But after Jesus' death and resurrection, that name, everything has to bow to it. But that came after his death and resurrection. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Glory to God. Continue. And have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. But when you read to the church, what do you mean by to the church? Look at any other version to explain. Look at NESB for the benefit of the church. So God placed all things under Christ's feet so for the benefit of the church. No, NLT, sorry. For the benefit of the church. And God has put all things under the authority of Christ and he gave him this authority for the benefit of the church because God doesn't need to be given authority for what he created. He is only being given authority so that we can use that authority because if everything has been placed under his feet, then the Christian who is the lowest part of the feet has more authority and can use the authority because everything has been placed under Christ's feet. He is the head, we are the body. So if the, 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 the weakest Christian is the feet, is still way above for the benefit of the church. For the benefit of the church. For the benefit of the church. That's why you can use that name. I say in Jesus' name. It's not as if uh, when you use the name, you see, as you keep using the name, because we're also at the crusade and there was a boy, I don't know what was going on, I pray. Some of the things, you, you, there was no healing immediately. You can't tell. Maybe the person will be healed as we've gone. But there are also people who are not healed. But I pray in Jesus' name that there will be miracle services where every single person who is sick will be healed in the name of Jesus because of the name. Because every disease has to give way. Every problem has to submit to the name of Jesus. What do you think, Phoebe? Number three, how did he obtain that excellent name? Kumba, is it, is it very interesting? Yeah? Colossians 2, 13 to 15. Colossians. Did I tell you how Colossians came into being? Joel, do you want to know how Colossians, what, instead of Colossians, Phoebe, do you want to know, instead of Colossians, Colossians. I was in church and I had, I didn't just have Africans in the church because I believe this is an international church. It's not just Africans. So I was in church in Minneapolis and there were many different people from different nationalities. So I was preaching, I said, Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. And a person was asking, because he wanted to open the Bible. What, what did he say? I said, Colossians. No, no, what is it? Then the person explained, he read, oh, Colossians. That's why since then, I don't just say Colossians, but I have to add Colossians so that all everyone who is, because it's an international church. 
Colossians 2, 13 to 15. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Boo, glory. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and nailing it out of the way, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Before I explain it, look at it in ESV and then NLT. Who glory to God. By conquest. He, verse 14 first, 13 from verse 13. And you, were, you, and you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. By canceling the record of death that stood against us with its legal demands, this he set aside, who glory, nailing it to his cross, to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame, triumphing over them, triumphing over them in him. Verse uh, NLT, 13 to 15. Oh, glory. I don't know when I'm helping you, but I'm preaching me happy here. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ. He forgave all our sins. He canceled the record that contained the charges against us. Glory to God. Did you get that? Nala Telesaki. He canceled the record that contained the charges against you. He took it and destroyed it by nailing it to Christ's cross. In this way, God disarmed the evil rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross of Christ. Yes. So, by conquest, he conquered evil. He conquered the devil. He, he, of course, he didn't need to fight per se. He just needed to use wisdom how can the one who created have to fight that's why the bible says in revelation when all the armies and the the devil is fighting against jesus and you and i as we are coming with white clothing robes the bible says a two-edged sword will come out of his mouth and to to kill them all slaughter them what's a two-edged sword his word he'll just say you are finished that's it there's no fight Hallelujah. Now, go back to King James, verse 14. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible says, in Hebrews, you don't need to turn to it, but we read it. Hebrews 1, 3, that he upholds all things by the word of his power. Meaning that when God said, let there be light, Jesus Christ is the word that created the universe. After the universe was created, that word is sustaining the universe till now. There's nothing like, uh, 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 what do you call it? maintenance we are maintaining the universe no he spoke it and that word alone is maintaining the universe to date yeah yeah the universe blotting out now 
King James explains it very well. When you say blotting out, now blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, there are legal charges every time we sin, the devil writes it down. <laughs> every time you and I sin, the devil writes it down. And he has these are legal documents. What do I say is legal? Because God has spoken already and given laws. If you sin this, you break the law, this happens, Deuteronomy, yeah, curses this, curse. So his, his, the legal documents are there. If you do this, these are the results. So Satan has written everything down and the punishment is written all down. Legal. And it's admissible in court. But who? Glory to God. It was against us. But God took all those documents and put them on Christ's cross and nailed them to the cross. So even though it was legal, Jesus also did a legal thing to blot out all the ordinances. Now, there's a difference between erasing and blotting out. When you erase something, forensics can do some work. But when it's blotted out, it's as if it never existed. Who oh, glory to God. Am I preaching to somebody? So it means that all our sins, everything that was contrary to us, has been nailed to the cross and has been taken out of the way. So it means that the legal charges against us are zero for the Christian. The unbeliever has no blood to put on to be blotted out. That's number one. He d now, what was the second thing he did? For the conquest, verse 15. Having spoiled, that word spoil is the word disarmed. Now, when you, are, you go to war in the olden days, those times, and you conquer a kingdom, you take the king and you parade the king. If you watch, then, hey, hail Caesar, then they start saying hail Caesar, and then he starts waving, you know, and he's, the other person is tied up and they are dragging him around. That's who glory. That's what Jesus did to the devil. <laughs> I said, that's what Jesus did to the devil. He disarmed them. He spoiled them. He spoiled principalities and powers. And made a show of them openly. A show. It's like the chariot. And then people are cheering. And they are moving with the chariots. And the devil is handcuffed. Spoiled principalities and powers. And made a show of them. Openly triumphing over them in the cross. Glory to God. What does 16 say? And then it goes on. So that is by conquest. By conquest. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Revelation 1.18 I, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. Now, in the New Testament, if you don't have, you don't read the concordance, you might get confused because hell is, uh, the Old Testament, hell is Sheol, from the valley of Hinnon. Which, uh, which is like a burning rubbish dump that the Jewish people had. And the, uh, there was a lot of rubbish there. And that is describing hell. 
Hallelujah. And then, but in the Old Testament, we have Sheol, which in the, the Greek is Hades. Hades is the region of the dead. In, before Christ died and rose, Hades had two compartments. Hades or hell. The compartments were Abraham's bosom and the fire. When Jesus Christ rose, he took Abraham's bosom with him. So Hades is fire. Now, but Hades itself is not hell, hell per se. Because hell is Gehenna, which is the lake of fire. That's hell. Are, are you getting me? And then we also have Tartacus, or I'm pronouncing the name wrong, but that is where the angels who are reserved for judgment are. They, they are chained, and because of special sin they committed, that other angels had not committed. Not necessarily. Those, those, well, they are demon spirits, evil spirits roaming around, yes. But those, there are particular angels who are reserved in chains of darkness now. And they are going to be reserved to the great day. I feel it's because of this sleeping with the woman. Because the Bible says they left their first habitation. They left their habitation. And they committed a sin that is so grave. Um, we'll go into details later on. It's our church. Hallelujah. So, Jesus Christ took the keys of death and Hades. And therefore, Abraham's bosom is in heaven. Now, that's why in Revelation, the Bible says the great white throne, the Bible says that death and Hades will deliver up the dead. Death and Hades will deliver up the dead. And everyone who is in hell and death will be judged. Everyone. Of what sort there is. And those whose names are not written in the book of life, who were in death and Hades, will be cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. That is hell. So Jesus Christ conquered the devil and took the keys of death and Hades. We'll go into details. There's more time for that. Hallelujah. So by conquest, am I preaching to somebody? Look at Mark 16, 17 to 18. Let me just touch on, because there's so much to say about this. This is a series, a, a, month, a month of information. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Glory to God. In my name. What will happen? They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. You see, the name is so powerful that the first day someone had a phone in the crusade. Someone had a phone and as the prayer was going on, the person had a sick one on the, uh, in bed, sick. And they, they held the phone. And the prayer went through the phone. But because Jesus' name was used, the person was healed. Amen. Because of Jesus' name. Not because of... And I told them, I assured them. I said it twice or three times. I said, look, all of you here, if you are looking on me, I guarantee you with certainty you'll get zero results. I told them clearly. 
But if you are looking on Jesus, you get all the results you need. Then when the, the, the deaf and uh, uh, dumb person got healed, then she said, thank you, immediately, because I knew the truth. Let me give you something. I said, come, let's look up. Let's pray. We prayed immediately to the one who healed. Before I take glory and they cut me off. <laughs> you get cut off with glory more than any, any of the things people say you get cut off. You get cut off the blessings more than, and you wither when you take the glory. That's where you wither. You don't wither because you've left somewhere. You wither because you've, you've taken the glory. In Jesus' name. Unless the Bible is being used, it's a different Bible. But there's only one Bible. Hallelujah. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Verse 18. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover because of the name. Oh, glory to God. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. The greatness of Jesus' name. Jesus will, Jesus with his resurrected body is there at God's right hand. The name has, oh hallelujah, this is very important, check this out. The name of Jesus has all the authority, all the power, all the dignity, all the majesty, and all the glory that Jesus the person has. Did you get that? Let me repeat it again. The name of Jesus has all the authority, all the power, all the dignity, all the majesty, and all the glory that Jesus the person has. The name stands for the person. Glory to God. God says, I've exalted my name above all else. But what did he mean? I've exalted my name, Jesus. Ooh, glory to God. Above all else. Above all else. Above all else. Am I, I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here. Above all else. Hallelujah. Now let's look at some examples of the name. Time is fast spent. Acts chapter 14 verse 8 to 10. The name. Oh, glory. Am I preaching to somebody? I pray that I don't believe in there's one superhero. There's no superhero here. It's Jesus Christ who's the superhero. And all of us, look, is it all of us, Kevin? All of us, do, do you agree? All of us, you should be able to say in Jesus' name, I cast out devils and they'll, 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 they'll follow. You should be able to see someone who is sick and say, I, I receive your healing in Jesus' name. It will be done. It's not just one person. No. It cannot be. There are too many sick people. One person cannot. I cannot do it all. Bishop, I cannot do it all. Uh, Benny Hinn cannot. No, 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 no. I cannot do it all. God is watching us. In my name, Jesus said, he that believeth in me, or did he say the pastors that believe on me? Do you see that? He that believeth on me, glory to God. The works that I do shall he do also. 
and greater that works than he, than these shall he do because I go unto my father. Some people have made a mistake and have said that the works that I do shall he do also in greater works. The conservatives, do you know what they say the greater works are? The souls. But Jesus knows how to say, and the, the works of winning souls shall they do, and greater works of winning souls shall they do because I go to my father. But Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, the works that I do, you will do also in greater works than these because I go to my father. Who oh, glory to God. I beg you to be able to say, I cast you out in Jesus' name and the demon will submit. There are people who I hear are commanding tornadoes and the tornadoes surrender. I don't know if you get what I'm, I'm talking about. There's even Jerry, one of the guys who was in Minneapolis, their church. Jerry. When half night prayer meeting, during, uh, during a half night prayer meeting, there was a huge tornado, one of these storms, wild storm, de dealing with that, tearing down the houses in his area, just in his area. I can't say we. He commanded the storm not to touch his house. When he went home, all the houses around his house were torn down, but his was standing, not a single scratch. In the name of Jesus, yeah. Because of the name. Not because he's a, any special person. Because he has faith in the name. That's why 1 John 3, 20 to 23 Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. And whatsoever we ask of him, we receive because we keep his commandments and we do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we believe on the name. Glory to God. And we believe on the name. And we believe on the name. And we believe on what? The name of his son, Jesus Christ. And we love one another as he gave us commandment. The name. I thought you put your hands well for God the Lord because he's made it easier for us because of the name. Acts 14, 8 to 10. When you use the name results or no results or the name works 100%. I don't say I prayed for someone and a person died so therefore the name doesn't work. When I'm praying for the next person, I'm praying as if everything worked. That's, my, that's how I do it. I've prayed for people with cancer and they died. I tried to raise the dead three times. Literally, come to the hospital bed. I command your spirit to come into your body. All the things Jesus was saying. They didn't happen. But when I'm, if I have to pray for somebody again, or there's someone with cancer and I'm praying for them again, I'm praying as if all the other ones were 100% successful because, so far as I'm concerned, they are. Because Jesus' name always works. And there was, and there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, meaning that no power in the feet, power lost. Being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked, we saw someone was healed, and the woman was weeping. The videos we come, even Tamale videos, they've not yet come, but I think yeah, yeah. weeping. No, they've come. We need to post them. Weeping. She was weeping because she couldn't walk. At all, and she got up and started walking. She was crying for the camera, crying. She couldn't control herself. Why? Because Reverend David Savage went there, God forbid. Because of Jesus. 
the same head Paul speak who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed so what this verse means is that there was a man crippled from his mother's womb when Paul was preaching Paul was looking then he, I perceive that this man has faith to be healed I perceive it that's why I didn't let that girl go I said, look, I, I held on to her as I was praying for other people. I said, you're not going. You're going to heal you today before I go. And God healed her. The deaf, the mute. Yeah. By you, you are not going to leave it to you. We'll stay here overnight. You are going to be healed. <laughs> the same head Paul speaks. So Paul's looking. And when Paul steadfastly beheld him and saw that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand upright on your feet. And he leaped up and walked. Acts chapter 3. We'll just read a few more. There's so much, but maybe just a few more. Acts chapter 3. Let's start from verse 1 to 5, 6 to 7, and 16. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, again, was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful. Jesus passed there all the time. Jesus didn't heal that man because Jesus was waiting for the apostles to heal him. It's always a, there's a time. The whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask of alms. Go back, please. Uh, of, of them that entered the te- into the temple because the man had to stand, be laid right in front of the gate because God talks about giving to the poor and the helpless. So he knew that once I'm in front of the gate, I'll get a lot. Because that one, he knew that the Jewish people, they are prosperous because they know about giving. So they are going to give. May Christians also be like the Jewish people at least, so that they can give freely. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an arms. And Peter fastening, Phoebe, come. Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. What are we waiting for? And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something. Stretch your hands like you are getting money. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I don't have. But such as I have, I give thee. In the name. Glory to God. Did you get that? In the name. Of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And what happened? He leaped for glory. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately, immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. Now, go to, because of time, uh, okay, let's go, verse 6, 7. And he took him by the right hand, yes. And then, um, go to verse 16, verse 15, verse 15, verse 14. Now, when the people at the temple saw the man leaping and praising God, they were shocked. Then they saw Peter and John. And they were like, wow, Peter and John, you guys are great. Peter and John. Peter, if I go to you, see, why look you on us? I think it's verse 13 or 12. Wow, what a miracle worker. Okay, just go to verse 12, please. 
verse 10. And they knew that it was he which sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Continue. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people immediately. When you know what you are doing, you answer immediately. You will not take the glory. Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we have made this man to walk? The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus, whom he delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But he denied the Holy One and the just. You see, Pilate is guilty because he had the power to release Jesus and didn't release him. So washing their hands meant nothing. He committed suicide. He died by it. Hallelujah. Anyway. Yeah. Imagine. Because some people feel, I have the power to stop it, but I won't stop the, 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 the injustice. I won't stop uh, 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 them from killing Jesus. But I have the power to do it. But because of uh, political whatever, I'm not going to stop it. I'll wash my hands. No, 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 no. That's why even now we say under Pontius Pilate, you can't take that away. He can't take it away. But he denied the Holy One and the just and desired the murderer to be granted unto you. He had lost favor with Caesar and he was, going to be, he was going to die. So he had to kill himself before. And kill the Prince of Life whom God had raised from the dead whereof we are witnesses and his name. Glory. <laughs> and his name through faith in his name had made this man strong faith in his name whom ye see and know yea the faith which is by him had given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all I thought you put your hands together for Jesus look at it in ESV ESV and his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given the man this perfect health in the presence of your NLT. And I'll explain this part. The name of Jesus has healed this man. And you know how lame he was before. Faith in Jesus name has caused this healing before your very eyes this one misses the point of faith in jesus also so what this verse is saying is that of course you cannot have faith in jesus name unless you have faith in jesus now because you have faith in jesus christ having faith in his name brought the results i thought you put your hands together for jesus There are so many other examples, but I don't want to keep us. Uh, let me just give us a couple more. Look at John 14, 12 to 14, and then we wrap up. Let's use the name. 
Let's use the name. Let's use the name. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. Some people have rewritten it. Verily, verily, I say unto you, not even the, uh, 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 he that believeth on pastor, the works that I do, remember, pastor hasn't said it. People are saying it for pastor. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I'm submitting to the pastor. Can you find scripture back in that today? What is the scripture you can use to back it? John 14, 12. Look, let this be your portion. Let this be my portion. Did you hear that? I said, let it be your portion. Let it be your portion. Be a miracle worker. Or let God work miracles through you. Be a miracle worker. Let it be said that in heaven they are saying, very, very, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. Let's start with that. Let's just do what Jesus did before we move on to part B. Do what Jesus did. Do what Jesus did. Do what Jesus did. Do what Jesus did. The works that I do shall he do and greater works. And greater works. Once you've done what he did, then do the greater works. Because he rose from the dead and he's gone to his father. Greater works. Glory to God. Let's continue. We're just about finished. And whatsoever ye shall ask or demand. Glory to God. In my name, that will I do. Jesus said, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. There's a difference between, you see, Jesus said, don't ask me anything. Ask the Father in prayer, in my name, and he, the Father, will give it to you. But when you demand or speak out in Jesus' name, he will do it. There's a difference between demanding and confessing in the name of Jesus, which Jesus will act on, and praying, glory to God, where God will act on. I will do. And whosoever shall, and whatsoever you shall ask, this word ask is ask, petition, demand. In my name. That will I do. You are not demanding of Jesus. You are demanding your rights and privileges in the name of Jesus. And Jesus, who is glory? Jesus, who is the apostle and high priest of our profession, will act on our behalf what we see. Am I preaching to somebody? That will I do. I will do that. That my father will be glorified. 14. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. Just for time's sake, I will do it. So, we'll talk about, we'll continue this name of Jesus another time. But what I want to say is that let's use the name of Jesus Christ. If Jesus Christ was here, and we are all here, we say, Jesus, we see him physically. Jesus, can you give me this? Can you give me that? Can you give me this? And Jesus said, yes, I'll do it. How many will ever doubt? No way. Because he is physically here, and you've asked him, and he said, I'll do it. If Jesus is physically here, and you ask him for a car, and he says, I'll do it, 
thank God my daughter just had an accident. My son has had a number of accidents. <laughs> my daughter just had an accident on the way to church. Bear one one. Hallelujah. But she's sitting here. Hallelujah. But so but you have to get your car is total, so you have to get another car. <laughs> so what you're asking God, what are you asking God in Jesus' name, I'm asking you for a car. I'm asking you for a car. Now, if Jesus was physically here, my son, dear, two years ago, three years ago, long time ago, asking for a car, and he was physically here, and Jesus said, I'll do it. Are you going to doubt it? When you saw him physically, and you heard him say, I'll do it. Even if you are waiting two months, and you don't have the car, are you going to doubt it? No. But we have something even greater. Jesus Christ in his word, if he says, I'll give you something, it is as if he is physically here and says, I'll do it. Once you use his name. The name is as powerful as the person himself when you have faith in the person. So, I don't care what is going on. I don't care whether there are results. All I know is that I use Jesus' name and that is the conclusion. Full stop. I'm not aware, I'm just at the time. There's much to be said about it. But the key is the name of Jesus is above every name. That at his name, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven, of things on the earth, of things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Shall we stand to our feet? The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name that cancer submits to. The name of Jesus that everything submits to. That name. That name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus who glory to God every knee will bow every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father Praise the Lord. Tell him, I can face because he lives. He is gone. And now I know he holds my future. His word a living because he lives. God sent his son. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love. He'll 
spirit thank you for the excellent name of jesus you have given to us thank you for the precious name the wonderful name the awesome name the beautiful name the, the name that is so awesome to hear the name that is so awesome to speak the name that when it's mentioned it gives excitement it gives joy it causes to tickle that name jesus thank you for that precious name we worship you. We honor you, O oh God. We magnify thee, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, thank you for the cross. Thank you for the nail-pierced hands. Thank you. Whilst we are praying, if you don't know Jesus, if you know in your heart that you are not born again, if you know in your heart that you have not accepted the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross if you know that you are far away from God if you know in your heart that if you die today you do not know whether you would go to heaven or hell if you want Jesus Christ to save you if you want your sins forgiven then I want you to repeat after me Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father. I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord 
I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and come into my life. Please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let's put our hands together for the Lord and take our seat. Yes. So it's time for us to take our offering. Let's give our, let's pay our tithe and give our offering. I want to give us the opportunity to pay our tithe and give our offering. Hallelujah. There's a lot going on. May 1st is going to be a very important time. And because of that, I want to encourage you to give your tithe. Pay your tithe and give your offering. Tithing is very important. God promises to bless us as we tithe. God promises to bless us. So I want to encourage you to pay your tithe. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you have your tithe, you can just raise it and I'll share a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you bless each and every one of us according to Malachi 3, which says that you would bless us with a blessing and open the windows of heaven and pour out so many blessings that there will not be enough room to contain it. Your word also says you rebuke the devourer for our sakes. You cause the devourer to stay and not to touch any of our fruit or, 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 or any of our things. Father God, we thank you for your blessing, your blessing, your protection, for your favor. Thank you for protection. Thank you for life. Thank you for deliverance. You are the great deliverer. In Jesus' name, amen. So you can put the tithe on the board. Yes, very good. Sorry. How do you use the app? Some, some people don't know how to use the app. Let's show. Um, can you put it on the screen? I don't, I don't know if you need to assist, but this needs to be very fast. Thank you. Very, very quick. Just assist and let's get it done. So we're going to show how to do it. People want it. We want, we want. Those of us who, who, are, who didn't come to church today would want to see it. Hallelujah. It, can it work? Hallelujah. Very important. But there are a number of ways. First, let's get it on the screen. I pray by the grace of God that next time we'll have all the things ready so that we, because we know that this will come up this, this is supposed to be ready hallelujah but how many are blessed the name of Jesus Christ every day just confess the name 
where's the 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 uh, QR code? Okay, it vanished. <laughs> anyway, so what we do is we go to text to give, and then you text give to eight one seven. And then it will set up the whole thing. So 817-826-9772. So let's do that now. Those who are giving. So if you text give to this number and then save this number, what will happen that is that you'll get a prompt. And it would let you... Yeah, yeah so you, you get a prompt. And um, you just follow the prompt and you'll be able to give uh, in that way. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, so you click the links and follow the prompt and you'll be able to create an account only once and then you save it. I'm sure we would explain it to those who need, who need it after church, but I wanted us to see it. Hallelujah. Then you, you give, you, so you create an account and then you decide, yeah, whether you're giving one time or recurring, then you select the options, whether it's tithing, whether it's offering, whether it's remember the poor, whether it's the UD orphanage, whether it's the Jesus Heals Miracle Campaign. Hallelujah. You select all the different options. Hallelujah. As we are doing, let's not forget about God. If you give to the poor or you give to orphans, you are lending to the Lord. You are, I mean, God will reward you. Let's not forget the orphanage. Hallelujah. Okay, very good. So we'll go into details uh, after church. But next time, let's be prepared. Amen. Okay. So shall we pray over our tithe? Father God, bless our tithe. In Jesus' name. If, if you have your offering, you can raise your offering. Hallelujah. Father God, bless our offering. May our offering be used to further your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. So let's, uh, I just want to say God bless you to our online viewers. Father God, we thank you for all of us. We pray that you bless in a mighty way. All the blessings according to Ephesians 1-3 that have already been provided for us. May we be recipients of them and walk in them in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us. May you have a happy Easter Resurrection Sunday. And we thank God for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we pray that you who are watching, those of us here, would walk in total victory in Jesus' name. God bless you. And shalom.